everyone, Made Mama here. Welcome to another Breaking the Barriers podcast where we discuss the barriers between content creation and growth, the struggles both new and veteran streamers face when looking for knowledge and advice. Breaking the Barriers is just that. We want to break down those walls that stop us growing to provide help, knowledge and advice in a positive and inclusive environment. Streaming can be a passion, a hobby, a job, but most of all, it is not a competition, but a community. And speaking of communities, today we have Hyperstrike, who is our guest. He is very knowledgeable in communities. Hyperstrike, would you like to tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Hey everyone, I'm Hyperstrike. I am a uh, broadcaster on Twitch, but most importantly, uh, I am the founder of the Adelaide Community Meetups powered by Twitch Group, uh, a small community group here in Adelaide, South Australia, that puts on meetings and gatherings and for the local Twitch community, as well as Team OCE, a streaming and gaming content organization uh, that houses bunch of different people, uh, a large stream team, plus also game servers and that sort of thing. We, we just love games, basically. All right, so so we have two different things there. We have Adelaide Community Meetups powered by Twitch. Now, this one is an official like thing recognized by Twitch. Is that correct? Yeah, so we've been uh, commissioned by Twitch to run local social events for the Twitch.tv platform for yeah. the local members here by putting on free events for people to you know rock up socialize meet other broadcasters that sort of thing um it's sort of developed more beyond the the whole social gathering space it's yeah. become more of a, a support network for everyone which i know uh, quite a lot of the people that were involved uh, you know have met some really really good friends of theirs now yeah, through, the, through exactly. that group and yeah so how'd that like how'd you start up something like that especially because it is like you know twitch is officially involved in that um because i'm sure <laughs> that a lot of people sort of half wondering what's the difference between something like that and something like team oce which is just sort of like something that you've also created but we'll go into that later we're just talking about good old community meetups powered by twitch first yeah easy so um there's a bit of a story behind um, the formation of uh, Twitch Adelaide. It was, it was known as Twitch Adelaide to begin with, and then certain rules and whatnot changed the, the way that we had to sort of announce it as and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, so the, the, I was on the way to work one morning about eight o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning on the bus, flicking <laughs> through Twitter, seeing, the, seeing these new accounts pop up, Twitch Melbourne, Twitch Brisbane, uh, Twitch Sydney, and I'm like, do we have something like that for Adelaide? And I looked a little bit further into it and I found out what these groups were. They, they were, you know, meetup communities for Twitch, yeah. that sort of thing. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. Where's the one for Adelaide? There wasn't an, an Adelaide account. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to snag that because I'm going to run that. So created a, a new Gmail account, created a, a new Twitter handle, Twitch Adelaide. And then was like, hey guys, you know, posted from the Twitter account. And then, you know, in the bio, I put formed by Hyperstrike. Yeah. And then one of uh, the streaming buddies, D Yoshi, or as he's now known, Bless RNG, you know, sort of sent Brad. me a DM yeah. and he goes, yeah, good old Brad. He, he tapped <laughs> me on the shoulder like, in my DMs and he goes, do you have permission to do that? I'm like, uh, I need permission to do that. I was like, yeah, it's uh, it's an official thing. You you, you sort of uh, yeah. need to have been contracted for this, and it's typically only partners that are allowed to do this. I'm like, ah. So he put me in touch with uh, Cletho, who was uh, the person running uh, several groups from Queensland at the time, and uh, said, hey, look, I'm, I've created this account. I've been told that I need permission for this. Um, <laughs> what do and she's like look it's fine we've got a contract for adelaide so you know you, you can run it if you want and we put on our first meetup a couple of months later uh at the pancake kitchen uh, we had a we had a expectation of about 30 about 20 people rocked up That's and for uh, first meetup especially in like a smaller a town like adelaide you, you wouldn't believe how many people that rocked up and said i didn't know there were this many broadcasters here in south australia like, South Australia's a shithole. I mean, like, I don't think so, but hey. <laughs> I like South I mean, Australia. I mean, I don't mind South yeah. Australia. It's cheap. It's easy to live here. It's just the, the, the collective mindset at the time was is like, how do we have this many broadcasters? It's like the country town of um, capital cities, I think Adelaide is a bit. 
very much a very small town. Like everyone seems to know <laughs> everyone. Um, the what what what, what happened? So we, we we held our first meetup at the Pancake Kitchen. You know, the, uh, we we had uh, Ruby who showed up for the first one. Uh, God, we miss Ruby. Hello, Ruby, if you're watching this. Um, we had uh, Lady Hana. Uh, we are Red Panda. Um, had a number of different people that rocked up. We all went and had pancakes. It was a fun time. And then we hosted our second one at the uh, Cooper's Ale House, uh, where we had an expectation of 50 and about 40 people rocked up. Oh, wow. And it's just sort of been a, a, like a steady, like, Growth. you know steady yeah. incline growth from there like we, we you know we have a certain amount of rsvps and we fall just short of the you know the full attendance the and it's just been a constant rise and now we have like something like 500 odd people in the discord um mostly from south australia there's like a couple of people from the, the other states yeah. but it's crazy to see how many broadcasters and gamers that are all on the twitch platform here in here in adelaide it's it's crazy it is and i'm still finding people who like you know they'll come into my stream or they'll sort of come into another person's stream and somebody will mention twitch adelaide and i'll be like wait there's, hey. other, there's other Adelaide streamers. And I'm like, yeah, I'm from Adelaide. And they're like, what? Adelaide what? has people in it. And it's just like, it's really heartwarming to see them, you know, jumping in the Discord and joining and everything else. But yeah, thanks for that yeah. insight for that. So essentially, um, do correct me if I am wrong, but essentially yep. it seems like each state has a sort of like official contracted um, community meetup powered by Twitch. So you're that person for South Australia, correct? Uh, sort of, sort of. Okay. um, not anymore. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I'll, I'll talk about that outside of the, outside of the chat. It's not something that's been confirmed yet, but, yeah, yeah. um, um, yeah. So most States have their own, um, they have their own contracted individuals with Twitch so that they have an official contract that they have to abide by, yeah. um, that, that says, you know, you need to put on X amount of events per year. You need to make free for entry, this sort of thing. Like basically all the stuff that Twitch expects you to do as the, you know, the, the contracted representative for them. Um, so as far as my knowledge goes, Northern Territory doesn't have one, but Queensland, uh, New South Wales, Victoria, Tasmania, uh, ACT has only really just got one. I know Perth has um, one as well. Perth has only just become official. Um, a, a couple of the guys that were a part of uh, Team OCE stream team, um, Vex TV, and I think Pavloverface. Pavloverface is still part of the stream team. Um, they are people. Oh, and uh, Captain Perth as well. Sorry, um, they run the uh, the West Oz. Um, meetups, meetups group. Pavloverface. It, it's a, it's a friggin' brilliant name. I love it. Yeah, go on, um, go on. I just, just try. I was like trying not to laugh, but like you could. But the, for those of you who are watching the YouTube video, you can probably sit there seeing me going. <laughs> and I'm pretty I mean, sure. I can't, it's I, I can't see up. it at the moment because you, you, you're, you're using that as a recording source at the moment, yeah. so I can't see that. Um, but um, yeah, so West Oz has only just recently got theirs, I think yeah. earlier this year when the, the new contracts came out. Um, Northern Territory doesn't, ACT's only just got it, but all the other main states and South Australia have, have had one for a while. Oh, awesome. So thanks for that. So then we're going to go into Team OCE. So Team OCE, I think it's been around for just over a year now, I reckon, or close to a just year. Just under. Just under. Just Ooh, under. Just under yeah. a year. What prompted you <laughs> to, like, I know there's been a little bit of a history there, but, like, what prompted you to, like, get up and be like, right, you know what, I'm going to start Team OCE and it's going to be the one because I know at the time um, there was, like, several people trying to start, like, you know, trying to get, like, a big team, like, Oceanic, Australia, New Zealand sort of stream team happening. And there were a lot of tiny sort of smaller ones there, but then Team OC just sort of just went, and then sort of like jumped up above all the rest. But like what, <laughs> what prompted you to start Team OC? How did it happen? And if you can provide any insight to how you feel like, why you felt like yours sort of jumped up above everybody else who was like trying to gun for like the top Oceanic team position at the time. Sure. Um, without delving too much into 
the the whys because um it's it's a it's a bit of a a dirty subject in that respect um the team fc was founded by myself um and i think there was about eight other people that were sort of uh sort of joining together so essentially we're all from this former uh stream team called down under yeah um won't go too farther into that. Um, but a lot of us were sort of uh, left out in the cold as to what happened during those events. And um, we decided that we were going to you know, stick together because we would all become really, really good mates, you yeah, know, yeah. really, really good friends. And uh, we were like, you know, we're going to, we're going to form this team. So on the, you know, around the time uh, we were coming up with a name, you know, team OCE, uh, you know, we want to represent, Oceana as uh, you know, as a, as a streaming organization. So, you know, not just Australia, not just New Zealand, but all the, all the Oceanic territories. Unfortunately, yeah. it seems as though that only Australia and New Zealand uh, <laughs> do most of the broadcasting. So that was a, a bit interesting. Um, but we, we, we had a, a, you know, a solid group of people that wanted to stick together. Uh, they, yeah. they wanted to, you know, keep being part of the same group because, you know, they all sort of come to, become friends with each other and that sort of stuff. Um, and then from there, when we opened up our applications and, you know, we, we got our cool swanky logo, uh, which is a, a shield with a shark on it and, you know, Team OCE written on it. When hey, you were editor, going through... hey, editor, do you want to, like, stick the logo up right there, right now in the corner of his thing? There you go. Thanks. <laughs> go on. Um, <laughs> when we were coming up with the idea for the logo, we were yeah. like, what does, what does all of our nations have... Uh, in common, uh, it's like we're trying to avoid, you know, national birds, uh, you know, trying to avoid national flags, that sort of thing. And we thought, what, what, what is it that is around us, all of us together? Water. What's in the water? Sharks. What do sharks do? <laughs> they dominate. So, you know, it, it just sort of all came together. So, so we had a shark um, as our mascot. And, um, you know, we, we, we formed it as Team OC, Team Oceana. We yeah. went with the blue theme. Um, but as far as the why we've sort of had the success that we have, it's mainly because we haven't run it as a one-man crew. We haven't we hasn't run it as a, you know, a captain's call making all the shots. Yeah, I was going to um, just, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you, but that's pretty much just exactly <laughs> what I thought the moment you said, oh, eight people founded this i was like well wow that's the answer right there especially when it wants something to be successful you generally kind of need more than one person to get get it off the ground well the, 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 having multiple people in control of, yeah. of the organization like when it comes to you know an idea you can talk about that idea with those people and you know develop that idea into something that's going to be really really fruitful or something that's going to be you know a really really bad idea and then you know decide against it completely you'll have other <laughs> points of view yeah. that will be there to say yeah no th- this is really really good i think we should do it this way you know add their own little spin to it or you know might, they might have something like uh, someone forward thinking that goes nah this is going to be a really really bad idea because x y and z and then you know other people will chime in it, it's a discussion yeah. so our, the, the, the people that we have uh, that running Team OCE is myself as the team manager, but also the team committee. So we've got Fiama, we've got Raw Genesis, we've got um, Solzy, Agrotank, Tofu Boy, Pandemodia, Rorak. Um, we've had a few other committee members that were originally part of the group, but they've stepped down because of personal issues. Um, and that's completely cool. It's, you know... It's we, a big we, thing, especially as like a volunteer sort of like... It's a big thing, especially as a volunteer thing. A lot of people don't realize that you're volunteering your time for this. Everybody is just doing this out of their own free will and their own passion. So sometimes real life gets in the way. That's exactly it. And like we, that's one of the things that we encourage people to do as well is to take care of themselves. Because, mm. you know, one of the, or like as somebody who's, you know, well-versed on, you know, streaming and streaming culture, you, you would recognize that, a lot of people go fucking ham. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to swear. No, you're fine. <laughs> they, you're they, fine. They, they they go ham on streaming and they, they forget to take care of themselves. Like they like they sit there for you know trying to stream for nine hours a day or twelve hours a day or whatever, you know, and they forget to you know <laughs> they forget to eat, drink, and sleep. Uh, you know, they forget to take care of their mental health. They forget to take care of you know bodily hygiene for Christ's sake. 
all of that, we, we encourage all of our broadcasters to take care of themselves. If yeah. they need to take time off, take time off. If, if, if you know, they, they need to, you know, step back and do something else, do that. Like, yeah. It's completely cool. Um, I think I've gone on a bit of a tangent yeah. here. No, you're fine. I was going to say, well, that segues into the next question, which is essentially what, like, that's the reality of running a large stream team. Like, how has this personally affected you and others? Obviously, we've already sort of answered that. Others have kind of, for their own personal reasons, stepped down. Others have stepped up. Things, you know, both good and bad things I can imagine probably would have happened. So what is that reality of running such a large stream team, especially one that is now probably gain, gaining momentum, it's gaining notoriety, and all of a sudden, like, you know, you've got people who are associated with that. And we all know what association is. Like, you know, if you're associated with that streamer, you're sort of like but standing behind that streamers and that stream team's beliefs, et cetera, et cetera. And when the team gets bigger and bigger and bigger, all of a sudden it's like a bit more whew, to sort of deal with. Um, got personal experience <laughs> of this myself with like, you know, running Avcon back in the day. <laughs> so what's, yeah. what, what are your thoughts on running a large stream, stream team? Um, so, <sighs> words, words are hard. <laughs> um, recently I came to the realization that I overloaded myself with the responsibility. Yeah. Um, so not only do I manage uh, Twitch Adelaide, I'm also managing Team OCE, but also I was running a uh, a sub-community of Team OCE called Team OCE RP, which is a Grand Theft Auto yeah, roleplay server. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a server that I tried to get into so many times, but 5M just <laughs> hates me, and I feel terrible because Estelle, the YouTube star, just cannot come into it. She was going to... I had... I'm going to go on my own tangent here. I had the perfect character planned for this RP, okay? She was going to be, like, typical, like, you know, blogger from LA coming in. She was going to be holding her phone up and she was just going to be constantly talking to herself and to her viewers and just annoying the... Yep, exactly that. Just annoying the crap out of everyone. And she was going to walk into crime scenes, walk into the police district, walk into, you know, whatever, walk into, like, a crime syndicate, be like, hi, guys, I'm still here. I'm in a little bit of trouble now. Oopsies. That's okay. Hashtag oopsies. Throw them biddies sort of thing. And I thought that, you know... A streamer role playing as a streamer in like GTA RP. I mean, that was gonna be beautiful, but I still can't get. I, I would have loved to have seen that because that would have been hilarious. Um, <laughs> but sorry, yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> nah, that's all good. Um, so like uh, one of the things that uh, we we started the GTA RP server as following a conversation that occurred on our Discord server for Team OCE that we're all like, you know, it's amongst, amongst the you know the the hype of. GTA RP being popular again, yeah. you know, there's several other streamers in, in now organization were like, Hey, I really want to get into this. I really want to try this out. And I'm, I've got experience with running game servers. I've run game servers for the better part of 15 years. Um, I was like, cool, I'll order one and we will get cracking with it. I severely underestimated the level of work that's involved. Um, yeah. So for the last six months, it, Twitch Adelaide, Team OC, and the, T uh, the the RP server have all consumed my time or every spare moment that I had outside and you have of a full time job too, don't you? Full time job, yeah. Uh, stream twelve hours a week. Um, <laughs> I'm married as well, uh, and also trying to find time to play video games for myself, which was pretty much non-existent. No, um, yeah, and with these things these projects like like you know a streaming organization you know a community organization you've really got to give it all of your all of your effort and all of your time because uh, otherwise it just doesn't work um and it's not to say that you need to you know give up every other aspiration you have in order to you know make this work but you need to manage it's your time a bit more you need to manage yeah. your time really, really well, but you also need to be able to put enough time into that project for it to thrive um there were times that uh, to Twitch Adelaide sort of suffered in that respect. I've been somewhat absent over the last couple of months. Uh, Team OCE started to get like that a little bit in place of the Team OCE RP server. I recently left the, the Team OCE RP server and handed it on to one of our uh, team members to run at his request. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it does really take its toll on you. But when you step back and you look at what you've built, 
and you know what you've built together with other groups of people and that sort of thing and you know all the people that have now recognized that name as a brand and that name as a as a really really well oiled group um it's it's really really good to see that's heaps because that sort of goes into you know you're, you're making my segues so easy tonight this is beautiful <laughs> because like i mean we, I did, we did go over the questions beforehand i'm not sure if this is like some sort of evil well, not evil but cunning mastermind thing but you're making my segues into the next question so beautifully easy so my next you, question do you want to know something oh yes you, you yes. want to know something i used to host podcasts myself oh, so beautiful yeah <laughs> i did like i did one ages ago a little bit on and off so like i'd always know when to like sort of interject and when to sort of like move the conversation on it and stuff but so it's good this is great work so like it <laughs> does it segues into the next question which um and you know feel free to share what you're comfortable with but give me say yeah. your top two or three things when I'm say the good, the bad, and the ugly of like running an organization like Team OCE because we all know that there's even the smallest things can have drama. Drama just follows everywhere, oh, yeah. so it's just a matter of trying to deal with that. So give us some good, bad, and ugly situations that you've had to deal with with running such a big organization. I'll give you three points each. Beautiful. All right. So, so the good bringing everyone together. Uh seeing everyone grow together as you know sort of either at the same level or you know people who are a little bit more experienced educating those who are lesser experienced that sort of thing um you know seeing people go hey that's team oc that's that they're those cool people that's you know three awesome things bad things um you know, it's a criticism because you're, you're you're in the spotlight. Yeah. You know, you, know all about gonna, that. <laughs> you, you're going to be criticised by you know every John and their dog um, for you know the most stupidest shit ever. Um, when you know something happens within the community, you're the one that's responsible for dealing with it timely and effectively. Um, and it's also that that constant uh, sort of nagging feeling in the back of your mind of am i doing enough for this group are we doing everything that we can to support these broadcasters um yeah th those those are the th uh, three good and bad that i can give i mean that's they're pretty good and bad they're pretty good good points and pretty good bad points so that's awesome thank you so much with that now onto the topic onto the question which i think um a lot of the listeners and this is why i saved this question for near the end um a lot of these a lot of listeners are probably wanting to look into starting their own stream teams or their own groups i've had a lot of people mm -hmm. come up to me and say oh i want to try and start like a stream team to help support small streamers or we also help each other out and work in each other's streams or or i want to get a horror stream sort of team worked out i want to do this i want to do that what would be you know aside from some of the things which i'm probably going to advise against what would be your advice into somebody wanting to start their own stream team and how to make it successful okay uh number one ensure that you've got the time to be able to put that level of energy into it um it's not just something that you can just go click oh yeah cool i i, I run a stream team it is something that will consume a significant portion of your time outside of streaming. Uh, and if you've already got a busy schedule outside of that, it's not going to work. You're not going to be able to dedicate the level of effort that's required to keeping it, keeping it running, keeping that inertia, keeping that, that positive growth going. Um, that being said, if you do have that level of time, go your hardest. It is one of the most rewarding things that you can, you can do. Um, cause you, you, you're able to see something go from being a little tiny thing, growing into, you know, something amazing, bringing people together. Um, finding a niche, I think uh, would be another one. Yes. Um, there are a lot of gimmicky stream teams yeah. that are out there as well. Like, like you said, the horror ones, you know, the, the, the variety broadcasters. One thing that I would probably advise against is encouraging the behavior of lurking and follow for follow and that sort of behavior. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> Lur lurking, lurking is good in, in, in the case of analytical uh, advantage because it, it boosts those numbers of, you know, concurrent viewership, that sort of thing, but they're empty views. So if, if you're building a stream team based around that, then it's not going to be any 
uh, organic growth or any it's sort of gonna shoot you in the foot in the long run when you get to like that threshold like when when you're saying hey i've got these numbers but then all of a sudden those numbers are going to be gone because those people who are doing lurk for lurk follow for follow share whatever they're not going to be there forever um they're only going to put them in the minimal amount of time and effort they possibly can because they're just looking for the exact same thing in return they're looking for that quick that quick growth and you know what some people do get it i see people who get affiliate by that i see people get partnership numbers of this lurking thing but then i see those same people going oh my partnership application keeps getting denied and i can't work out why or they're saying all of a sudden i'm going to like from like 80 viewers to to four and i don't know why and like you could you kind of try to explain to them like you try and be nice because they've come to you for the help and you try and explain it to them but then sometimes people go oh wow i did an oopsie other people just go well no Lurk is fine. Lurking was fine, and other people just sort of don't listen. But yeah, one hundred percent agree. If you do want to start a community, um, and you do want to help support small streamers, I personally I mean, I mean, I personally am against the term small streamers. I think you should just say support streamers because the moment you say small streamer, you've put yourself in the mindset of I'm a small streamer. You've given other people the perception of you're a small streamer. You may have the smaller numbers, but that doesn't mean anything. You are a streamer. You are a variety streamer. You are a horror streamer. Just get rid of the small. That's just my. I, I'm 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 personally uh, leaning towards uh, the, the the growing streamer. Are you yeah. ever gonna sort of classify yourself? Classify yourself positively. Yeah, exactly. Growing is positive. Yeah. Small that keeps you locked into a small little box. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you articulated everything that I was trying to say before, so thank you. <laughs> no worries. I saw, like, I could see you can't be, like, the, your brain ticking over, and I was like, I'm going to interject right on here. <laughs> a little bit more advice. And for branding, what would you suggest for, like, people who are starting out their stream teams branding-wise? Because I know that Team OCE has some pretty good branding. Like, I, I, have, I have to admit, I do like the whole, like, shark things so it um, definitely it look it almost <laughs> looks like a professional esports organization even though you're not uh, playing esports but we we get confused for it yeah. quite a lot like <laughs> the, the, the main twitter account gets dms on the reg uh of hey how can my fortnite team and i join up to your organization it's like sorry we're not an esports organization <laughs> sorry guys it gets a little bit awkward um, as far as branding goes this is something that i've had a bit of experience prior to running uh team ocu prior to running twitch adelaide yeah. um essentially branding you, you need to snap up everything you can every social media account every uh you know twitch account mixer whatever unfortunately we didn't jump on the whole mixer thing so we lost that one um but essentially keeping everything uniform so people can find you really yeah. easy. and i just knocked my microphone um it, it like really really easy there is one really really good tool that i um I really reference a lot and that is namecheck.com n-a-m-e-c-h-k.com you punch in the desired username and it goes through and scans every popular service and tells you what is and what isn't taken um, and it, 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 it's, it just does it all in one fell swoop. It's amazing. Um, also, uh, as far as like logos and that sort of stuff, make it relevant, relevant to what you're doing. Um, some people would argue the shark is not really relevant, but when we, when, as we explained before, we, we try to yeah, sort of picture I mean, like, what did we like, all share. Yeah, it does make sense, you know, when you explain it. And I mean, honestly, I think it's fine because, you know, you, even if, if you look at OC, I know you're talking about like, the oceanic areas, but even if you just say, you know, oceanic, Oceano or o oceans is a shark. Sharks are in the water. I mean, if you called yourselves the desert streamers, I'd be a little bit more disappointed. <laughs> I'd expect maybe a bone yeah. shark, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not every nation within Oceania has a desert. I think we're the only one, um, and that's in like the you know the upper <laughs> you know western regions of uh, Australia. But I don't think New Zealand has a desert. I don't think Tonga has a desert. Uh, or any of the other nations. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no worries. So anything else with like we've got starting up? So we've got, we've got a few things. We have 
but you know pick a niche pick a good decent sort of name using that name checker website make sure it's available everywhere snap them up be prepared to put in the amount of work so if you're a streamer and you're streaming five or six days a week and you want to run a stream team realistically you're going to be setting yourself down to three to four streams a week because you need to focus on building this community and building this stream team you need to focus on other things and a part um personally for me a part of being a successful streamer isn't about you know more stream time it's about being able to diversify where you're going and what you're doing and your brand which is and you know technically i suppose it's like team oc is not quite an extension of Hyperstrike's brand, but people associate Hyperstrike with Team OCE because they know that he works so much on it. So it's also about using, utilizing your time effectively in those sort of aspects. Yeah, the other thing that I'd probably raise as well is um, uh, the stream team that you're creating make sure that it has a solid objective. One yes. of our solid objectives was to bring together all of the broadcasters from Australia, New Zealand, um, Tonga, all the other nations that, that have names that are part <laughs> of the Oceanic Territory that probably don't have broadcasters. Um, we wanted to bring them all together because there is a wealth of talent uh, and you know content creators here in our little corner of the world. Um, not everything is about Australia, America, not everything is about Europe, Australia and New Zealand often get overlooked by a lot. Um, and that was, that was a lot of the, the motivation behind starting uh, Twitch Adelaide as well, because Adelaide gets looked over a lot. Um, Adelaide. but ha having an objective, our objective is to bring them together. You might have, uh, an objective to, you know, have the best content creators on Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, um, Hitbox, if that's still a thing. Um, you know, you might have a, an objective to bring together all of the best first-person shooter players or Dota players or something. Have an objective. People will associate themselves uh, around that objective and they'll naturally, you know, come towards your little group, your little community. And I think I'm going to add to that objective part and just say like an objective and also a creed. So a creed is essentially something that you can, like a saying that you can associate with your like brand as well. I think that will definitely help because that way people will be like, oh, that's Team OCE. They're like, you know, the Team Oceanic streamers. I don't know if you actually have a creed or not, or like, you know, Twitch. Adelaide. We don't, but yeah, <laughs> we, we don't, we, we don't have a creed, but we, we, we have a general don't be a dick yeah yeah so that's sort of the same thing you know like it's pretty simple and on that note i think we've sort of discussed everything we've wanted to discuss in regards to you know wanting to like running an organization how to build up your own organization the realities of it sometimes you have to deal with a lot of different issues and they're not pretty there's things that we can't exactly even discuss on stream some of them are not that pretty some of them are just people no. being basic straight up you know, deal weeds, you know, other deal times. Deal weeds. <laughs> Do a lot of my language. Other times, you know, people just get a little bit like too amped up. Or you've got people who, you know, use your team's name, even though they're not a part of it. And they like, you know, keep on going, oh, well, I am part of this team. Therefore, I am more special. And I, I have more clout sort of thing. And it's a lot of things that you sort of have to be prepared to deal with. And I think it's also good to sort of have a core team, not just a one person you want to have sort of, that way you've got people bouncing ideas off of each other and people to be like, whoa, 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 terrible idea, Hyperstrike, don't do that. Don't do that. Or someone to be like, no, no, what? No, what? that is a good idea. And I think- no, Sorry, I don't mean to interject here. Um, that brings me to another point. Um, don't don't captain call it like running it on your own like you know as you know the head honcho yeah, don't. have a group of people that are help going to help run it with you yep. um because as we discussed earlier like discussions happen um you know talking over ideas and how to improve and things and see whether or not somebody thinks it's a bad idea or thinking of the different avenues and how that can play out it's always good to have forethought um and you're not always going to have that forethought on your own yeah I don't think I'm a part of a single stream team, um, past or present, that is run by just a single person. It's exactly that, a team. Just exactly. So is there like, um, so since we uh, have finished talking about that, is there any sort of like thing that you're looking forward to in the future for Team OC or like um, Adelaide stream meetups powered by Twitch? 
I am looking forward to uh, the Team OC meetup at PAX. Um, I've seen that on social media. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we thought, uh, like, we, we thought um you know we've got a, enough of enough people that are part of uh, part of the discord you know part of the group that you know stream team community member because that team oc is not just a stream team it's a, a community of other broadcasters as well who are from adelaide not adelaide from australia from new zealand whatever um we thought it would be really really cool because most of us are going to pax this year myself included i don't normally leave the state of South Australia. So I thought, you know what? This may be the only chance that I'm going there. I'm going to start a, a meetups a meetups thing at PAX. So I'm dead set keen for that because we started an RSVP for that today just to gauge numbers. And there was about 40-odd uh, people that have oh, RSVP'd wow. within the first couple of hours. And you know how quickly, like, Twitch Adelaide sells out. Like, like when... <laughs> Like, like within an hour, there was the last meetup that we had. We had 70 tickets available for Core 51 and boom, within the hour, they're all gone. Yeah. Um, it's it, like we've still got like a month left to PAX uh, at the time of recording, um, but it is already working out to be something awesome. And I've got some insider knowledge for something cool that's going to happen at this meetup, but I can't say it because... It's some, one of our committee members has organized something really, really amazing. And I, I want to tell the world, but I can't because it's his baby. <laughs> oh, that's all right. So I suppose that's excellent stuff. I'm also looking forward to, you know, because I'm in Twitch Adelaide. It's my little tiny. I've met a lot of amazing people on there and I'm very happy with the friendships I've made there. So I'm also sort of excited just to see that continue to grow. But as we're well moving on, it is time for the Q&A portion of the stream. And the Q&A portion of the stream is probably super duper easy because we've only got the one question. <laughs> we have... Well, technically, we have two. <laughs> well, technically, we have two, but I asked that question early on in the stream. So <laughs> that's fine. Because no one was asking questions, so I asked one and to sort of like push people to get a discussion going because I know what that sort of thing is like. People got they have the questions, they have the ideas, but because no one else has said anything, they generally don't say anything. So sometimes if you want to drive a discussion, start the discussion. So that's what I did with the question. So but anyway, we do have a question from Prove It Channel on Twitter asks, how do you get to a point in your career where you can talk about slash do the things you love and make good money? I think, I think we both can answer that if you want. I can head that or do you want to start? I, I think I think you you, you take uh, the reins on this one because <laughs> because the whole the whole idea of the podcast the podcast is breaking those barriers and you know growing together in success. I think you're the more qualified one to talk about that one. <laughs> All right, so that's a really hard thing to discuss because to be honest, good money can be a completely different figure for any number of people. If you're talking about wanting to stream and solely stream for an income, personally, I don't think that's a good idea because streaming is essentially crowdsourced income. It's income that is purely based off of people who are giving money to you. That includes subs, tips, donations, and biddies or bits or whatever Mixer uses. Flame? Flamies? Flames? Uh, I, th I think they, they call them skills or sparks. Sparks. That's the one. Sparks. I can't remember. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't go on Mixer. I think nah. Mixer's great. I just don't personally use it but okay so spark so all that stuff is crowdsourced income crowdsourced income is completely unreliable i can turn around and say i've made three grand one month 500 grand like not 500 grand <laughs> i wish i made 500 grand i could say i could make i've made like i could go past my like you know past five months and it's three grand two grand um two grand $200 was, I think, the lowest I've ever had in, like, 500 So it all depends on what you personally think is, you know, a good money. I think the best way to do it is to write out a plan on what you want to do and what you want to achieve. Say, I want to achieve earning $700 a month because, let's say, if you're, like, streaming as a part-time thing, you've already got a job on top of that. 700 is pretty good as a hobby. And also... Nice claim, spending money. Claim, claim everything on taxes. Just FYI, 700 and this is, but you know, let's just say after tax. So you're probably looking at a thousand dollars a month because, hey, taxes are a thing. Put thirty percent away. Just do it. Just, just do it. I'm not a tax accountant, so I can't give you any other tax advice other than it's better to be safe than to be sorry. Okay, just do it. All those tips slash donations you receive are taxable. Everything is taxable. But anyway, going on a tangent here. Write yourself a goal. So if you want to make 
you know, say, let's just say $700 or $500 a month. Go, all right, what do I need to get that? How many subscribers do I need? How many bits do I need? Um, where is my other source of income coming from? Do you have YouTube, which you do you have a YouTube, which you get ad revenue from? Do you have an ebook? Do you have affiliate codes? Start looking at other ways to diversify your income. When you say, how do you get to a point in your career? That point is going to be completely different for every single person. My point is almost now I've gotten to a point where I can, I'm earning part-time wages from everything that I'm doing, but do I think that it's enough? No, because I'm putting full time plus more into the amount of work that I'm doing. So I want to see more from that. So I'm slowly working through the things. I'm starting up a podcast. I'm looking into sponsors. I'm looking into different affiliate codes. I'm looking at doing my own ebook soon. So when you say um, it's, 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 a, it's a very sort of complicated question, I think, Prue. But when you say it's not a, it's not an easy question to answer. And I don't like using the term grind because, you know, grind puts things into a negative aspect. I don't like, you know, the whole, like, it's a marathon. I mean, sorry, I don't like it's a race. I think instead of a race, it's sort of like, like a long, I'd say a long marathon, means, which means you have to pace yourself. You pace yourself, you take things as they come. You don't look at your, don't look at what you haven't achieved, but look at what you do achieve. I'm going to use a bit of an example. So yesterday I was meant to record a YouTube video and I was meant to stream. I have endometriosis. I had an endo flare up. I looked like a bloated pregnant lady. I couldn't move. I was really, really upset. I was devastated because I couldn't do these things. But then in focusing on the things I couldn't do, you focus on the things that you have done. Now, this is something that I suggest for everyone. Um, including people who um, you know have been streaming for a while. Right now, write a list of the things. That, of, write a list. Right. I am streaming now because, and give yourself some reasons why you're streaming. To make friends, to earn part-time income, to teach people how to stream, to break the barrier. Like start a list, and then whenever you're feeling sad or upset or like you're not going anywhere with your like streaming career or what have you, go back to that list and look at how far you've come from that list. I have that list. It's in my room. It's somewhere in the room. My husband cleaned the room, so I don't know where half my stuff is anymore. <laughs> but I have that list. And whenever I get upset, I look at it and go, I've achieved like more than 100% of everything on that list. So if I was to, for whatever reason, have to stop tomorrow, I'd be okay. I mean, I wouldn't be, but I would have achieved everything on that list. So, I mean, it's... It's a very hard question to answer. Like you've you've given us a bit of a doozy of a question, and hyper, please interject any time. I see you're kind of just sitting there like, <laughs> and I'm just going into my bit of, into my rambles of like you know diversifying your income and this and that and getting into my and coaching. If, if, if there's anything that I could probably impart, it's it's stuff that you've already covered in the sense that it's a very volatile income. Um, an income, income stream. It's, it's very fickle. Um, I have seen close friends of mine, um, you know, Twitch partners, uh, that, you know, this is all that they do. Um, and there are some months that they will have, you know, mass anxiety about where, you know, the next bill money is going to come from that sort of thing. And it's because of those fluctuating numbers. Mm. Um, it's, it's quite scary just to throw yourself into that. Um, and yeah, as you said before, Maid Mama, you, you've got to like work out why you're doing this. Are you doing it for the money? Are you doing it because you want to, you know, be shit on the internet and entertain yeah. people? Um, you know. It's sort of a thing where you don't want to push yourself too hard where you burn yourself out. You don't want to lose sight of your passions. And I'm going to I'm going to tell you if you look up look up a thing called the grow method. The grow method is a coaching slash like literally growing tool method where it helps break down your goals and your ideals and how to reach them. And I would strongly recommend looking that up. And that gives you good advice on to how to break down those goals. Remember how I said I wrote a list of this is the, these are the things I want to achieve. Using that module, I sort of like applied them to that and went because like one of the things I wrote on that list was I want to teach. I like I didn't really know the whole thing of stream coaching or anything about like I knew or anything really. <laughs> Hi everyone, that was me burping. Um, anything really about that. It was like, but I did have on my list, I want to teach people things. 
And I'm into a point where I can now finally start doing that. I'm doing my Breaking the Barriers podcast. I'm doing my like Sunday night streams where I go and do some stream coaching. I'm going to be like looking into doing actual like one-on-one stream coaching sessions. Those ones, yes, will be paid because guess what? That is my time and you need to put value on yourself. And there is nothing wrong with putting value on yourself. So I believe that is a very, very long answer, um, improvement. Um, the, the, t- the TLDR is to create a list, don't lose sight of your passions, don't, don't start doing things for the numbers because numbers in reality don't really mean a lot, especially like even and if you ask companies, the companies would care more about the person and how your community reacts to you over the numbers. Go on. Uh, uh, to uh, an extent, uh, yeah. <laughs> to, to an extent, I don't necessarily agree with that, uh, like entirely, because there have been some companies that I've dealt with that have only really cared about the reach and the pull that you have. Oh yeah, there will um, be some companies like that, but yeah, but um, I forgot completely what I was going to say. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But like, I think, I think it all depends. It's all subjective on what you think good money is and what you want to do with your time. Like if you want, and I'm going to be straight up brutally 100,000% honest is if you want your stream to be your sole source of income, only about maybe seven to 8% of the entirety of Twitch have that as their sole income and manage to live off of it comfortably. Like be, have a comfortable living where they have, do not live from like paycheck to paycheck and aren't having anxious struggles or anything like that. There are over 2 million broadcasters on Twitch. So think wow. about like think about those numbers for a second and only about 7 to 10% of those like um and I did look these numbers up fairly recently, but um if anyone, you know, they do have the correct numbers, do free feel free to call me out in the comments below on the YouTube channel. For those of you who are listening to the podcast on another medium, go to the YouTube channel and yell at me there. I'll be sure to listen to your angry rants. I promise. <laughs> I'm actually looking up looking up these uh, these numbers right now. So yeah. uh, let's have a look here. The where is it? There was uh, da, 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 da. so Twitch has between 2.2 and 3.2 million monthly a million monthly broadcasters. There we go. Uh, out of those numbers, 220,000 are Twitch affiliates and 27,000 are Twitch partners. And out of those 27,000 Twitch partners, I can guarantee you even half of those are making the wages that they need to like, just do it full time. I mean, obviously, I can't, I mean, I can't guarantee, but that's probably be my guesstimate. Like, uh, let's have a, let's have a look it's, here. It's a without like going into like all the websites and looking into all the extra details and all the like because like the only people who know their income are them themselves websites and statistics and all that stuff can give you an average but beyond that not much else and i mean some some affiliates do manage to like make what i would probably call good money i personally think i make good money from streaming but i also spend a lot of time i spend about eight hours a day working on not just my stream but on learning and teaching myself stuff for being for being a stream coach myself on looking at things for podcasts like you know scouting people who want to be on the podcast looking at how to improve it re-watching my old one i've, I've re-watched my old pod my cast which has only just been released like 10 hours ago, I think. I've already watched that myself four times and I've gone, I need to fix this, 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 and I've made notes. It's just a lot of work. Um, people see streaming or like content creation as a quick way to get money, a quick way to get a lot of money very easily. And no, n- none of those things are true. Just at all. It's a lot of work, a lot of effort, and it's a slow, it's a slow incline. And for anyone else who's watching who thinks that, um, you know, content creation is quick and easy or that you get to play all the cool video games because, you know, you, you switch on that webcam and, you know, you, PR and, you know, influencer marketing and all this other crap is going to throw games at you. No, you have to work for it. Uh, my, I'm an ex-games journalist, um, and one of the things that we had to uh, sort of fight for was being able to get a review code to be able to, you know, write something for our uh, our readers and stuff like that. It is 
hard as hell. It's not easy. No, not at all. And on that note, I suppose we have pretty much finished up our Breaking the Barriers podcast where the topic was communities and, you know, how to start your own community. We did go on a little bit of a tangent there with that last question. That last question was more to do with, you know, stream coaching and um, growth and development rather than communities. But we're always here to answer the questions. As I said, I'm always here and those of my guests are generally always here to help out. We gave it a good answer, which was the best of our abilities. On that note, Hyper, did you want to call out any of your social medias that you want people to follow? The editor will do a little tiny, like, ping pop up at the top of your at the top of your board and for those of you who are listening on any of the listening things such as anchor spotify google play or itunes just 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 write it down really quickly either anything you want to pull out i i can be found on twitter at pretty much every social media thing it's pretty much the same username because it's unique as fuck uh it's hyp three r s t r i k e so hyperstrike with the, the first e replaced with a three um you can find me uh four nights a week on twitch although that might be dropping soon um uh playing any sorts of video games uh i'm looking to host some smash brothers stuff soon so that's going to be awesome um if there's one other piece of advice that i'd probably drop on you and that's uh, something that was imparted to me a couple of years ago by a very good friend uh we are red panda jace do something don't sit back and you know waddle on the you know what ifs and you know maybe i shouldn't sort of thing just balls deep it do something that's pretty much my motto, except without the balls. I say that you never know, you never know, <laughs> you never know unless you try. So just try. And if you failed, then at least you've given it a go. And I'm pretty sure that's what I wrote in my grassroots application. I said that my motto is you never know unless you try. The worst anyone can do is say no. So say yes and prove to the world that I am right. And then that's pretty much how I got grassroots. Although I'm also pretty sure I threatened them with B movie quotes. So, I, t- I mean, I love you, you the B movie. dirty. I love the B movie, <laughs> but like essentially, I wrote, and if this application fails, the next one will have B puns in it or puns. I can't remember what I wrote. <laughs> it was something along those lines. But anyway, thank you so much, Hyperstrike, for coming on as a guest and discussing how you started both um, t- Twitch community meetup, no, Twitch Adelaide community meetups powered by Twitch and Team OCE, and also thank you for discussing a bit of how you perceive and do things. I'm Maid Mama, thank you for listening. You can find me via my links below or at Maid Mama on Instagram or twitch.tv at Maid Mama. Links are down below for everything else on YouTube and if you are listening to us on Anchor or any of our other audio websites, thank you so much. We appreciate your time and I shall hear you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye!